Okay. I'm getting back up. KLR. <laughs> KLR is right here taking your yeah. break. Yeah. Yeah. Anna's up here. Manna is coming in your mouth and you are just banking mana, buddy. <laughs> you look like you're about to throw those fun bags right on the desk right now. Man. I'm, I'm, not kidding. I'm like, this shit, Chris, is the best, Chris. purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. And welcome to Cash Daddies. We try to bank fatties. Doesn't always happen. Uh, but you know what? We come here and we spit our truth. And listen, sometimes we take L's. Sometimes you don't. Okay. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Joining right. I'm Sam Tripoli, killer of killers. Okay. Killers kill. All right. Joining me are, uh, you know, some of the best ever to do it. Okay. Two of the best out there. All right. You know what I'm saying? You got to love them. The ass, ass brothers, Chris Neff, Mama, and how we doing? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, sometimes you got to spit in that hand so you don't have to jack dry. It's been, yeah. a, <laughs> it's been a rough week, sometimes, man. Sometimes, all the time. And on the ones and twos, his father is fighting this weekend. Young <laughs> Steve Miocic Jr. Everybody, give it up for little uh, uh, True G, little E. How are you, Evan? Uh, fantastic. I'll be better when my dad uh, wins this fight this weekend. For sure, dude. For sure. We got to get somebody on the top. Uh, some gambling because you guys are deep into gambling. You guys are definitely addicts. Probably blown a couple people for some parlays. For sure. So where um, do we start, gentlemen? Where do we start? Is why don't we any- start at the beginning of the week when everything went downhill with Howie um, going on a 7-2 run with me in the NCAA tournament. So I was already in the red before Monday popped. Yeah. I was already down like 500. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, it wasn't pretty. Howie, you're on a heater. Congrats. You're out it was of the upset city. It was just upset city. I didn't even know what I was picking. Yeah. And I, just, <laughs> and, and, and I was just martingale on this going, whatever, let's go again. Let's go again. I mean, uh, for sure, the Lord wrecked shop this week. In the tourney, dude. Yeah, this was yeah. not a tournament for pagans. Okay, this yeah. is the Lord dropping hammer. Reminds me of when Kobe passed. There's this meme that went, and Jesus was crossing up. Kobe goes, "Oh, you thought it was gonna be sweet up here? That's how I felt like the tournament was. Just Jesus yeah, crossing up everybody. Upstate yeah. Syracuse coming out of nowhere. Yeah, the Nasdaq pretty much just crossovered, you know, everybody and broke the ankles. Uh, can you continue with that amazing analogy you just dropped on us? Thank and you. This is the perfect time for us to say, if this was easy, we wouldn't be doing it. We, we'd yeah. already be done. We'd already have our money. We'd already be banked out. We'd ha- yeah. we would have so many fatties there wouldn't be enough holes to come in. Do you know what I mean? It would be and we would over. be cloning your cats. That's we would all right. each have about three or four of your cats. 
This week, be no dry patches, no dry <laughs> patches. By by Monday morning at like 9 a.m. Pacific, it was full blown panic in the Discord. We we really had to just be like, how many people did we lose in the Discord? Uh, Lily, you want to set the number? You probably know better than I am because you've been getting up earlier than I have. Uh, we were at like 1,100, 1,200 the other day. I don't think we've yeah. lost that many. No, dude, I don't think pe- – I think people realize. But, guys, I mean, listen. I mean, if you really want to make money on this home, buy buy stock at rope companies because uh, <laughs> gonna be, there's a lot of rope going around. Yeah, get those uh, those Gillette razor blades. Get the fucking Mach 5 so you only have to cut once. You don't even have to bother going both sides. You are out. You are out. Uh, Ooh. Well, let's start off. We, we have to, we, I guess we should probably start with the fact that um, we already got called out, you know, for saying one guy was like, I, I bought the Grinch's BCRX and it's already down 20%. Evan yeah, Brock. well, that thing, that thing, like, literally, he pushed it and literally a day later it was down like 33%. That was okay, just. You're exaggerating. Down. It wasn't down 33% because I bought it. Okay. I thought it went from 14 to 10. No. It no. did? No. no. Where'd it go to? Numbers. 14 to 11? Like, we, we don't want to make this any worse than it is. That's why I'm bringing <laughs> this. Okay? 10.53, my bad. <laughs> yeah, it went down 33%. Yeah, so opened yeah. at, at 13.60 because I had a crazy pre-market. And then right. right around here is when a lot of us bought. Okay. <laughs> there, was a guy, there was a guy on the Discord who said – isn't it interesting that the Grinch drops this pick and it goes down? And my response was, do you want me to see if he'll give you your money back? Again, people, we are all <laughs> responsible for our life decisions. We are all responsible for our own due diligence. Yeah, for and sure. If you for want. Sure. I mean, dude, this is adult time. Okay. It's adult time. You and leave your diapers at home. That's We're coming right. in here fucking adult time. All right. And if you take your losses, you take your losses. Okay. That's I'm right. still diamond handing KS KLR. You don't even know dude, what it's called in your diamond. I don't handing. even know what it's called. All I know is it is bottoming out my b hole. Okay, <laughs> bottoming out my b hole right now. All right, I'm gonna set the tone right my now. My legs look like a, a a fucking wine opener right now. Just it's been spread and crushed. Okay, go, like, hey, Sam's hey, basically, Sam's basically been split roasted by King Kong on that one. Yeah, for sure. Calm down, Goatsy. Okay, we will get to it. I want to lead off right now because one of the reader questions is, and it just tells me the tone of where we're at. They're like, if I had to make one play with $100,000 right now, what would you do? How, how do I make it? How do I make money? And I want to make this really clear because I've been down this path before. I've been in dark places. I've been suicidal. I've had the fucking bottle of Jack and the fucking ounce of blow and the loaded gun in Vegas ready to go and do this. And I learned many times, the last thing you want to do is take all of your money and put it down on one hand to blackjack, okay? You think it's a 50 proposition, it's not. Because what happens in these situations, A, it's the law, it's horse tooth law, by the way. When you're in that situation and you have to win, you will never fucking win. Ever, ever, ever. And when you put that hundred, when you put that hundred grand down on one bet of blackjack, I guarantee you, you're going to get two eights. The dealer's going to show a 10. 
and you have to hit on 16 because you don't have any money to split those eights. And I've seen it fucking happen. So number one rule is if you want to get down, get aggressive with the stock. Don't put all 100% of it down. Don't put 50% of it down because guess what? Those eights could split again and you need three more bets to back up your shit. Yeah, so, if, if, I was I'm, just gonna I'm say, on an analogy crusher and you're getting in? Go ahead, man. Go Come ahead. on, let him go, Howie. I know, you, got, I know <laughs> you got some confusing analogy to drop on us. Let no. him get his stuff done. The bottom <laughs> line is, in. the bottom line is, you're playing Russian roulette when you put all your money down on one hand because you will get in that situation where you're like, fuck, I got to split, I got to double, and then I got to re-split and double. So I always say, don't ever put it all on down on one hand because I need to do exactly what I did today, which is dollar cost down a little bit on BCRX, on GameStop. I need to have cash on the sidelines. Now, a lot of people were like, Chris, I thought you said you were broke. No, what I did is I banked some fucking cash from some earnings that I already had. I realized some gains because I realized I need to put that money to use and protect my new investment. And by new investment, I mean whatever the fuck I'm gambling on, which this week is BCRX and GME. Go ahead, Howie. No, I was just going to say, you just said it. Look, if you have $100,000 or, or anything and you get a chunk, let's say your uh, aunt, you know, Nancy Snapper dies and leaves you twenty five grand. Uh, and you want to, you don't want to put it on one hand. Look, just inbox me, uh, DM me on the uh, fucking Instagram, and I'll explain what modern portfolio theory is. It's modern portfolio theory. It's about seven sectors that you put your money in. You buy some fixed income. You keep about seven to eight percent in cash. Sometimes you raise more, but you have it across the board. So if three sectors like technology get smashed, you got some in oil and energy, which goes up. It's that simple, man. That's how you make your eight to 12% a year. Like, like Chris just said, you don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's how you get smashed. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Diversify your revenue streams. Yeah. And Sam, just to dumb it down for you, KLR what? might be, I, I said to dumb it down for you. Okay. KLR, you got really I, queenie right there. That I just got you know. Well, I'm doing yeah. an act out. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Okay. KLR might be you fucking you look you right like here. you look like I did not uh, 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 address you by your proper pronoun. That's how queenie you got right there. Okay. <laughs> Let me finish because I'm acting this out and I'm standing okay. up right now. Okay. KLR <laughs> might be giving it to you in your fucking you look ring. Look like you have okay? tits, by the way. But, oh, hey, right there, I'm you not look done. Like you have a pair. Of, you have okay. a pair of C's. I'm getting kicking. back up. Like KLR. Right, KLR's right here taking your ring. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. You up literally here. look like you have a big pair of hands. Mana is coming in your mouth, and you are just banking mana, buddy. Look, you literally, you look like you're about to throw those fun bags right on the desk right now, man. I'm, I'm not kidding. Okay. I'm like, just, this is Chris is the best, Chris. Listen, Chris. Here's the whole thing, Chris. Here's the whole thing. Make no doubts about it. Uh, on the uh, on the mana versus KLR. It's not even close. Mana might be down a little bit from what what where it peaked at, but it's still much higher than when I told everyone to come in and buy it. It's okay, still just, way higher. Okay, and here's what I'm saying. Two weeks like from 87 now, cents. this is going to be mana right here, right in your ring, okay? And then KLR is going to be up here coming in your yeah, face. We all agree again. that should never happen again on the show. I mean, we were complaining about losing people on the Discord. What about freaking, what about Spit Roaster over here? 
the point is, and I want to steal this from Jim Cramer, what we're talking about is portfolio management or where, what he pr prefers a barbell approach, okay? Like how we said, you got your cyclicals over here, you got your energy over here, you know, you got finance over here and you got tech over here. You're not putting all your eggs in one basket. And what this does, when you have a portfolio that's deep like this, it reflects the actual stock market. So you're gonna have smaller swings, okay? So one day you're not gonna look at your portfolio and be like, oh, I just got blown out. Well, of course you're gonna get blown out if you hold fucking three stocks. Listen, man, I think people really need to have a more realistic <laughs> look at what we're talking about. You're speculating on everything. This, it's, it's no different than gambling. If, if, if every time you put money down on something, you won, there would be no bookies or casinos left. They're not built on winners. And the same thing with stocks. It's just like, these are, hey man, this looks like it could pop. It didn't pop. That's what happened. That's why we tell you, do your own research to the best of your ability and invest wisely, man. I mean, it's just, is hey. what it is. And this is the thrill of it. Because if you only won all the time, I know it sounds like you'd be the happiest human being in the world. You Dude, you can't appreciate the wins if you don't go through the losses, in my opinion. I'm reading the Discord today, and everybody's like, oh, shit, I'm down 20%. I'm down 30%. Hey, listen, if you watched a show three weeks ago when everybody made fun of my old crusty ass buying Verizon at uh, 5480, and now it's at 57 and change with a 4.5% dividend, it's not sexy. You know what? You're not going to an orgy, but you're in a rocking chair watching your shit go up six, seven percent. And guess what? You're not down 20, 30 percent. You can yes. sleep at night. You I want to ask a question. Those, you got to have some of those in your portfolio. You have to. I just want to also say that this is kind of the first time we haven't opened up with ball washing. OK, I just want to be. And it's because I'm getting another ball washing that I think. The, the trans in the corner there uh, has decided to talk about some other stuff. But listen to me. Uh, uh, listen, I want to ask something. At what point, I think there's this notion that as a new investor into the stock market like me, that it will eventually go up. Is there a time where you guys have cut your losses? You're like, I'm down a grand. I'm going to cut my losses right here. Or do you ride it? Do you dive that into of oblivion? Course. Of course, if we're trading. Yeah, if we're, if we're trading a certain stock, absolutely. Uh, OCGN. I'm tired of it, man. It's got. I mean, it's it's got lower lows and lower highs. Sometimes it's good to just cut it, take a 20, 30 percent loss, move on to something else. But Sam, to answer your question in the long run, if you have a good portfolio made up of solid stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, bonds, whatever, over the course of five, seven, 10, 12 years. No, man, if you're looking to retire on this shit, you don't sell it. You're going to get crushed at times. When you get crushed, you don't look at it. You take a few months off and just look because eventually all good companies come back. That's what, you know, if you look at the, the past hundred is, years, hundred years in the company. stock market, I want to say it's averaged about 8%. So there you yeah. go. The key word is good companies. I know guys that are underwater on like speculative pharmaceutical stocks from 10 years ago. Yeah. And they refuse to sell because they think it's going to come back. Those guys are fucking losers. What you do <laughs> is you cut your fucking losers and you lean into your winners. That's my philosophy. 
And to, to, to answer your question, Sam, sure, I'm going to dollar cost average on something that I bought two fucking days ago because I've done the due diligence. I believe in the product. You know what? I called the Grinch today and I said, hey, let me get you, your take on BCRX. You know what the first thing out of his mouth is? I've already bought more. Okay, my thesis is strong. You have to remember, we have these massive movements in the NASDAQ that has a reverberative effect across the entire market, okay? And if you're gonna hit the panic button and fucking sell, that's your decision. But again, we're buying things that we already believe in, okay? Now that's not to say I'm not gonna not do due diligence every now and then and say, oh, Discord wants me to buy sand? Fuck yeah, I'm in. I didn't have time to do it, but I'm going to go I right with that, you. Too. Okay. I love that. And, and I, I want to bring that. something up because it's somewhat topical. <laughs> and you, do, you did bring up a, a, a very salient point. Yes, this is gambling. Okay. The stock market is definitely gambling. And did you guys hear George Seagal died yesterday? Yeah. Is okay. Steven Seagal's brother? Oh, my God. George Seagal was a, uh, was a brilliant actor. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time he was in, and it's called California Split. And uh, it's about two degenerate gamblers that find each other in uh, California in the 70s. And the biggest takeaway I got about this movie in the end is he gets into this poker game and he cannot lose. And he's got more money than he's ever, ever had in his entire life. But the losing had a stronger impact on him than the feeling of winning. I'm telling you, man. And, and, and that's what you kind of have to remember when you're in the market. You can't get desensitized to the winning. And you can't, you, can't, you can't let one overweigh the other. You need to remember what they both feel like because they, ultimately they have to balance each other out. And you have to be okay with losing large sums of money. Okay? And you have to be okay with winning large sums of money. But if you hit the panic button every time you do either – it's going to be tough to make money in the long run. That's my personal take. Ride it, dude. That's what I say. Yeah. Daddy took back, big get, get good advice. Today. Good advice. Put it in good stuff and uh, sit back and just uh, let it ride. Absolutely. Do not overtrade. We're all guilty of overtrading for sometimes, hitting the panic button, doubling down too much, uh, dollar costing down too much. I have a number in my head that I kind of stick to. If I get down to like the 30, 40% loser lane, I'm out. Um, GameStop is definitely an exception for me right now because I, I had a, uh, an epiphany to a, some degree today. And this is a working thesis and I'm not saying it's entirely accurate, but to borrow one of your famous lines, Sam, GameStop is the sun that all of these meme stocks are floating around. And I really feel like GameStop is not going to drop to 25, 40 bucks because what we've seen, we've seen the AMCs, the Blackberries, the Tootsie Rolls, all these other meme stocks express come out of what GameStop's done. But what happens? Eventually GameStop just keeps going up and it keeps going down. And Can I, I tell really, you my vibe, dude. Yeah. I think GameStop is the pump and dump stock and it will always... It will become more about pumping and dumping it than actual what the company's about, in my humble opinion. So totally. when it hits rock yeah. bottom, everyone will run back and grab it and it will shoot up again. Like when Evan, like before he like <laughs> decided not to buy on his own thing, you know, he was like, I think it's going to go up. And it did. And I think you're going to see that a lot with that stock. I think it's a doge 
coin of stocks. By this time next year, it'll be going back and forth from three to five dollars. By this time, I completely disagree with you, Howie. I think it's here to stay. It it doesn't matter. Fight, fight, fight. It doesn't matter if it's garbage. What matters is there's so many people that hold it and are not going to let go of it for a certain time. And there's people who made money off it, Mm -hmm. Howie. That will look at it going, oh my God, I can get this at nothing, which is our new money, friends. Well, oh my God, the stock's so low, it will shoot it back up. I saw companies like WorldCom, Enron, $200 companies that actually had earnings, that actually were owned by hedge funds, mutual funds. I saw those go to 50, trade from 50 to 150, go to 20, trade from 20 to 75, then they were at 10, then they were at five. Then they were at 75 cents. And at 75 cents, nobody's buying them. It's done. It's history. It's bye-bye. That's good. It's going to happen at some point. Okay. And but here's here's the counter to that, Howie. Those were oh, those were fraudulent companies. Okay. Well, for those sure. For sure. Enron. That were in cool. GameStop. How do you know GameStop is not? They had a fucking conference call where no leadership stepped in and explained shit. They they didn't even take questions from analysts. You're talking about a fraud. I haven't seen fraud like yeah, that. Because, in a long dude, time. look at the business. I mean, like, it's literally like a, a move. You know, did you say Game Wild Stop Country? It. I think it was when that little town had that giant cult move in and just try to take over. And they're like, we don't know what's going on. Like, could it be that? Where they, well, Sam, just- they had they had a conference call yesterday, and Chris told me about it. I went up and looked at everything. They had earnings when normally any company comes out with earnings you know first the ceo speaks or the cfo uh then some another director speaks then they give guidance going forward they talk about why their company shit the bed <laughs> what what their sales are what this company yesterday holy they basically i've never seen anything like that like <laughs> analysts wanted to ask questions and it was like fucking governor cuomo fucking going in and just shutting the doors and saying nah man uh, I'm too worried about spreading COVID in here, so all the reporters got to stay outside. Meanwhile, I don't want them to I've got chest, I need to grope. Yeah, what? I don't. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the last eleven girls that I finger blasted, fucking uh, under this desk. So you guys just stay out this there. This is a Christian podcast. Well, I'm just telling you, Chris. Go uh, ahead and talk about. Howie, Howie, doesn't that have you worried a little bit? That or that uh, a little off. That meeting you're yesterday. A little, you're a little off because I did listen to the entire call. Quick question: When does the ball washing start? Okay, here's the thing. Here's what's on today's program. We're going to wrap up with GME. We're going to get to the ball washing. We're going to get to reader questions. And then you're going to jam. Okay. Okay. Is Uh, everybody clear? uh, Uh, Here's here's my only thing about that, Howie. They were very transparent in their losses. Um, I don't feel like they were avoiding anything. I do not believe the company's a fraud. I believe they did not take questions because the CEO... Uh, excuse me, most of uh, the, the front offices I would refer to the company is going to be gone because I believe Ryan Cohen is going to take over. And I don't think it was in their best interest to say, let's have Sherman answer all this stuff when we know he's going to be gone in six months. Yes, it's a little weird. I've never heard uh, of nobody analysts not taking questions as well. But I really think with, uh, you're aware, there's three things we got to talk about. There's a secondary offering on the table with Jeffries right now. Have you heard about this? No. Okay. I'm very so, familiar with Jeffries. I got a lot okay. of friends that work there. So here's the thing. Jeffries is in talk to do um, uh, $100 million in a secondary. Um, 
more importantly, Jeffrey's just put out a target of 175 on the stock. Okay. For GME. Correct. And, and what then, do you mean? What was the, your first point? What does that mean? A that basically offering? means because they're going to do the offering of 100 million, they're now in bed with each other, which is why they put the high price target on. That's so, so easy to on, see. Hold on. <laughs> so, what this company is doing is like, we're going to buy out GME or go in the partnership with them? Partnership. Partnership, probably most likely via share dilution. That's what I'm assuming. I haven't had time to read the entire share statement. No, no. Yeah, not, basically, not that's, share that's... the lotion. No, share dilution. <laughs> we're we're going to need to share the lotion to lube our asses up when the secondary offering is done and every owner just, just gets blasted. Because okay. when they do a secondary offering, it's probably going to be, here's what's going to happen. And, and the reason they're doing this is, and they're in bed with GME is because they'll get a cut. They'll, Jeffries will make, they'll make millions and millions of dollars off the secondary offering. And they'll, what they'll do is they'll bring the stock, they'll bring it public. Uh, let's say it finishes today at 125. If you are a client of Jeffries, you'll be able to buy the stock uh, between four o'clock and whatever. Your, their brokers will put it in your account for let's say 122 or 123. So you'll get a two or $3 discount on that stock that's trading at 125. You just got to hope to hell it opens higher the next morning. And of course, Jeffries is going to get paid on every share, those 100 million shares that it's doing this offering with. They're in bed together, man. That's what it is. Okay, but not- let's, talk, let's talk about the restructuring, the people they're bringing in. They're bringing in uh, one of Amazon's e-commerce aces into the, uh, uh, into the company. So the clear shift here is that they're going to move into e-commerce to rebrand this business. So again, I think between all of these combined, you know, things going on, uh, I don't see this stock dropping, you know, below $100. That's just my personal opinion. And the way it's been trading, I think, I think GME and its ups and downs are here to stay for a long time. That is- Might drop below 100 tomorrow though. (laughs) And very well could. Very well could. But uh, let me let me rephrase that. I don't think it's going to go below $75 anytime soon. It may not. Um, uh, we should probably move on because we do need uh, balls worked if they need to get worked. Sam? They do. Suck, but real quick, deck, please. Obviously, guys, <clears throat> the merch is here. And I'm going to tell you, this is a good-looking shirt. Yeah. I love the other shirt, too. I mean, it's a good-looking shirt. And I love the other shirt, too, with – all the uh, tracksuit guys. It's a good shirt. Go to go to um, cashdaddiestshirts.com. Yeah, click on the one the bottom uh, the le- bottom right. That one is a good looking shirt, dude. Good looking shirt, dude. It's a good looking shirt. So check out. It's a great way to support the show. And uh, remember to rate, review, five stars. Listen, even if you lose money, give us five stars. Yeah, five stars helps. You guys would be shocked at how important those iTunes uh, algos factor in the five-star rating. So, yeah, you don't have to throw us money, but give us a five-star shout-out. It'll Um, help us get to your town quicker. We can come to your town. We can fire up a huge comedy show and just get crazy. Yep, in your uh, backyard. Uh, uh, You want to work those balls? No, hold on. I just want to say I will be in in Lombard, Illinois this weekend, just outside Chicago. My first show sold out. So my set, they've had second show. They've already sold a hundred tickets to that show. So half of it's gone. So this will be this Saturday 
this Saturday. Uh, it's a 9.30 show. If you go to samtriplee.com, you can find the tickets there. Click the link, click the link, bang, bang, boom. Come support the show, and we'll do that. Uh, get all my dates at samtriplee.com. Anybody else got anything they want to push? Uh, this is kind of important. One of the readers, a uh, friend of the show, um, he has offered if we want to start any sort of contest, he will, he's an amazing tattoo artist, by the way, personal friend of mine, huge crypto guy. He's going to come on the show. Anyway, he's offered to tattoo anybody with the cash daddy's logo at zero charge. Should someone be interested? <laughs> so we will have more details on that as well. Once I we figure it. out how we're going to give that out to everybody. Um, oh, and- I hear somebody want a shirt, huh? Yes. Yes. Uh, phone Superphone Brothers. They won the shirt. Sent me their uh, sent me their stuff, and I uh, got that to them. Just shipped it out yesterday. Boom! See, see, we pay our debts on this show. We yeah. pay our debts. But uh, speaking of that, I don't believe that the other one on Instagram has gotten to 200 likes yet. Yeah, we're at 162. So that shirt Come is on, not give getting us the likes, dude. That give shirt's... us them likes. It's not. It's not getting uh, given away till we hit two hundred. We hit two hundred, you'll get a shirt because that's how we do it. We promote, and we got some cool ass shirts coming. I have a couple designs going. Crypto Cowboys coming to a fucking state city near you, okay? And now, work them nuts. I think you're the nuts are the only one that are going to get work. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. Now, you know, we had grandmama over here talking about manna's not doing well. It's when I told you to buy it, it's up like 20 cents from when I told you to buy it. So it's doing fine. And that is the market because you have people coming in buy, and when like it goes it. up the, the selling. I, I Like I said, my opinion is buy, 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 keep buying and don't sell till you're a millionaire. That's my opinion. I could be wrong because who knows what, what's going to happen in two, three years. Um, but man, I'm telling you, dude, one harmony is just, boop, 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 boop. it's been cooking with gas, man. And I know it went down a little bit, but when I told, when I bought it and I told everybody, I think I told you buy it around four or five cents, right? It's now got up to 20 cents, man. Can I correct you on that? Just for full transparency reasons. You came on the show a week later and said you bought it. After. Okay. So you didn't get it right away. All right. So <laughs> what does that mean? What was that? Anyway. Okay. okay. Here's what I need. What was the buy? Whenever, whenever you make a buy, I need yeah. you to tweet it or put okay. it on the Discord. All so right. everybody knows right away. Okay. Let me tell you this. Okay. Listen to hey, me, dude. Hey, I bought it at I'm, I'm not saying anything, but dude. I move markets. That's all I'm going to say. Elon Musk, Sam Tripoli, Cash Daddies, moving markets, not legally if we're in court. Uh, that's what did you joke. start following this eHarmony? <laughs> no, I know you love that joke. You did it earlier. Really. <laughs> but I'm telling times. you, I mean, it's no. like the third time you've done that joke. Anyway, the point Harmony, is, whatever, the, point is even... the, world, just... the world is a wonderful place. <laughs> at eHarmony we have 42 different I can already see it they're going to meme you Howard you just signed up for this so Dude, prepare Howard yourself loves it, man. Howard loves the memes Dude, those guys those are memes do you want a young, you want a young uh, funny comical smart girl or would you want an older wiser girl that's going to tie you up and crush you 
Etsy Harmony. That's a great question. But, you know, for me, man, I'm really liking where Harmony's going. Uh, I did, I, I, you know, I was trying to get, okay. So XRP, I've been telling you guys about. My crypto pirate buddy was like the SEC lawsuit against or investigation against XRP, as I told you, is crumbling. It's all theater at this point. It's just theater. And it's very hard to get XRP right now. It's really hard. And I think it's being done purposefully so that the average Joes and Janes can't buy it because the word is this is the coin they're going to use to buy all the debt. And so you could see, I talked to people that have said they could see that that coin go up to $5,000 a coin. I don't know where it's going to go, but now that the SEC's case is starting to crumble, you could see a move, man. And like, yes, the crypto pirate people hate me when I say this, but it's the banker's coin and they're going to pump it up. So if you can get some of it, grab a little bit of it because might as well just ride it because they're going to shoot it up, man, because they have all the money to pump that thing up. So that's my opinion on that. But Harmony, I I, I really like it, man. And it seems to be one of those things that just I got on, I got on crypto.com and my money's gone up quadruple. Are you done working balls? Dude, I'm really sad because I had to work my own nuts. And you know how hard that is with this gut and these tits? It's almost impossible. Yeah, real I'm quick. Manson f- remove two ribs and smack a chick just to make this happen. Uh, did, Howie, do you have any balls that need to be worked? No, man, my, nothing's moved. I mean, I'm a GE's about this, Ford's about the same, Verizon's about they're up a little bit. Uh, that ICPT. Biotech, I think up at after hours, it's about 22, which I think it's down like 50 cents from when I pushed it. Um, no, I'm steady. Everything's about this. Everything's about the same. Um, Can I ask well, you, you know, in this environment, you should get your balls washed because the only thing that didn't go red on me was your suggestions. Couple questions for you, Howie, from the readers. Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, how much money has Howard lost on sports betting this week? How much did you, how much did you win? I know you won like 600 for me. Were you out? Yeah, no, just, yeah, that's the only thing. I only, I don't, I just mess with you. That's it. Okay. So Howie's a winner in that world. Secondly, Howie, what are Howard's thoughts on investing in corn? Not a boomer joke. Also a boomer joke. Did he say in, did you say in corn? Yeah. It's a commodity. Commodity? Corn. Yeah, porn. I like the stuff like, you gotta porn. take your dentures out to eat. Porn's done well in any decade. I mean, you know, we've gone all the way from the three and a half pound bush to now just full shave, and they're still making money. Everybody's making money in porn. corn. No, he really, he really said corn. Corn, on the other hand, I, at this point right now, uh, I used to sell managed commodities with my Series Thirty One. And I dealt with a commodities broker. Uh, I used to do a little cotton, corn, oil futures. Sounds uh, like the state fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's basically what it is. Uh, it was we 1800s. <laughs> no, man, I mean, there, there's people right now trading the shit out of wheat. Wheat right now is huge. As far as corn goes, I absolutely have. I I don't follow commodities. I don't. I, you know, I think maybe you should have 3% of your portfolio in like a managed futures, which is like a managed fund with a lot of different commodities. 
I don't mess. I would not buy and sell futures at all. Uh, that's another thing, guys. We I got to get a futures guy on here. They could explain to us how to buy and sell on the uh, CBOE, Chicago Mercantile Board of Exchange, um, because it's fascinating. You guys can make and lose millions of dollars within seconds. It's uh, all on signals. So, Definitely sounds something that we shouldn't push anybody onto at the moment. Can I ask a little yeah. year question? Yeah. This E, I think this is primarily directed at you because I know that you're the one that got you know, so many people into this uh, regarding AFA. Uh, are we still liking that? Um, hold until merger? Hell yeah. Yeah. So today I had a spike actually, and then it went down, of course. But New York is fast tracking the legalization of marijuana, apparently. So SNDL, OGI, Tilray, AFA, all like skyrocketed, but they all just followed the same thing. I'm, I'm holding still until that merger happens. Okay. Uh, this is a big one, um, but uh, probably for you, uh, Howie, because I think we were talking about this, is what we're seeing now a lead up to the April crash that everybody is talking about? Geez, you know, I mean, that's like, nobody knows. I mean, that's, uh, that's like looking in the mirror. No one has any idea if it's going to happen in April. Um, I probably not. I mean, I wouldn't think usually it happens when nobody knows when the hell it's going to happen. Uh, so, I mean, I looking at everything, I think things are going to get sold off at some point here, but I don't, I, I doubt it's April. Okay. Uh, Sam, this one's for you. Uh, you, Kesoteric, who's very active on the Discord, says, how did you meet Horsetooth? How did I meet Horsetooth? Horsetooth, were you back in the Crooked Bar days? Were you a Crooked Bar guy? No, it was the, I think it was the Westwood Brew Co. in yes. 2000 or 2001. Was that when Adam Hunter was running no, it way back that's the when the girl Kathy Kanicki ran it, who I started dating. Yes. Remember her? Yeah. yeah. And then she had You're the dangerous. You date female comic. That's dangerous. She had the little room at the Bruco, and then Galern and Dave Pierre and Ari and I started Dave the big Pierre, room. Dave Pierre, man. Yeah. I miss that guy. Yeah, and then we started the big room upstairs, and that's where I met you and Pig. And then um, and then one day, you, Jason Rouse, and Ari had already decided to go on tour, and for some reason, by the luck of God, you guys asked me to go, and the rest is history. By the way, quick drug story, one that you probably forgot, but I had a nightmare about it the other day. When we were in Canada, not, yeah. uh, not in Vancouver, we were in Toronto. Yeah. We, first of all, Canada is the worst country to get in and out of. I don't know why. They're our neighbor, and you walk in there, and they're like, show me your papers, sir. And uh, we did another one of those. We got to get all the drugs thrown out. Yeah. And then we're in Toronto flying back. Probably. Oh, yeah, 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 this, yeah, yeah. This, this, is, this is a good drug story to tell. And um, before we got into the airport, you guys all ate edibles. And I'm not a pot guy. I've never been. I'm strictly booze and blow. That's my MO. I don't want to fucking not, you know, I, I don't like that roller coaster. It's not my right. You're all about that action. I'm all about early. that action. I'm with you, Neff. I'm with you. Yep. Yep, give me as much blow and a limp dick and let's go party. I never got, I was not a limp dick guy and that's that's both a gift and a burden, right? When you can fuck on coke, you got, it's, it's going to be a long run. Yeah, so anyway, we got rid of all the drugs 
except we had a bag of edibles and you guys all ate them. And then we go through customs and you forgot your fucking bag, okay? And then you just wandered off and I look at the, the stamp guy and uh, I go, my buddy just left his bags. And uh, he's like, well, he's in America now. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, that line right there, that means he's in America and you're in Canada. And I'm like, hey, uh, come back over to Canada and get your bag, Sam. And they're like, that's not how it works. And I go, what do you mean that's not how it works? And he goes like, you can vouch for him, but we're gonna go through his stuff. And I looked at you and you'd already disappeared. <laughs> Okay, so then they take, this room. they take me in this room and they're like, we're gonna have to go through these bags. And I'm just praying you didn't screw up. You didn't leave any residuals. And they open up your suitcase and it was like a clown show just exploded. <laughs> it was like one of those, uh, those uh, uh, what do you call it? The sea monkeys where you put the water in and it just, just comes up. They literally, <laughs> they literally were looking through everything there was I didn't realize you wore so much colored underwear, by the way. We were going through everything. What do you do? Like, white underwear? Are you white underwear only guy? Only whites, bro. Only what? You live dangerously, bro. No. Anybody else? I just do black. Buddy. I'm all about black. Maybe some gray. Buddy. Maybe some you, fun designs. You had a rubber fist in your bag, okay? <laughs> I am not shitting you. It was a rubber fist. <laughs> In your bag this big somebody had given it to us and they go what is this and i go i don't know that's my friend's bag he's in america right now and they go what are you talking about you're in canada and i go they just told me i'm not in, in, in america anymore in canada uh, that was the so rubber funny. fist the rubber fist was covered with monsters of comedy bracelets and they're saying what's this monsters of comedy thing all about and i'm like uh we're just we're just comedians and they're like are you funny and i'm like i don't know how am i doing here man he's like not very good so, those canadian mounties opened up the suitcase and they're like why does it so smell like a clorox factory <laughs> i learned on that trip that you do not do laundry when you're on the road and i'm the opposite if i can find a laundromat i'm like hey if i can bang out like four white shirts and four white pairs of underwear i can't I'm believe you in. wear white underwear that seems like dancing with the devil that really does i mean that's like that's like doug stanwell's bit about why do they make anal beads white it's just that seems pretty <laughs> stupid right so guys i have an investment i have i did an investment on the show why we were on the show and i wanted to show you that my investment came in and this is an actual abraham lincoln Greenback. This is a, from 1862, two years before Holly was born. Okay. <laughs> and it is, so what a lot of people don't know this about the Civil War. It wasn't just about slavery, but it was really probably more about the Federal Reserve. And Lincoln didn't want to have a Federal Reserve. He, his whole quote was like, why, why uh, free some men and enslave others? So he issued his own money. It's called a greenback. And this is it, man. And I've invested in this. I don't know how much it will go up, but I'm going to hold it. And then when I croak, I'll give it to my daughters and they could sell it on some fucking crazy ass pawn shop show on television. But this is it, man. This is a, an actual real Abraham Lincoln issued greenback. I got to bring in an expert. I'll give you 30 bucks for it. No. Dude. Yeah, you need to bring it to that pawn shop. That those guys I'm out never giving this away. It. 
It's so cool, dude. Congratulations. It's really cool. And you guys can check out the company that I bought it from and see how legit they are. PMG, they're called uh, Paper Money Guarantee, okay? And uh, this is a cool investment because I'm very anti-Federal Reserve and I'm very anti-tax. And uh, I like this. So that was my investment, dude. I just so since you, you. since you drove that thing off the lot, what's it worth now? $15.50? You guys don't even want to know how much this is worth. I know, and I'm not even going to mention it. Um, so uh, a couple more questions. We have time for questions, Little E. Yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you guys can say, I just got a million things to do. No, so Little E, why don't you go ahead and ask any questions that you have? Uh, one guy wants you to talk about halts. He said he's stuck in one right now. A halt? Halt, yes. Like a bad day? H-U-L-T-S, halts. H-U-L-T-S, halts? Is it crypto? What is it? Is it a know. girl? He said he's stuck in one right now. It could be a girl. Stuck in a halt? Yes. Man, I wish I could help him. If he's depressed, I don't know, man. I mean, I could tell him that you just, you have to take care of yourself you're the only one coming to save you. You can change yourself. Practice no two idea. things: laws of law, uh, law of attraction, and model of abundance, and your life will change. And don't forget to work your own balls if someone's not doing it for you. Yeah, don't. That should be our T-shirt: work your own balls if nobody else will. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, Soundwave wants to know: Does Sam like XLM uh, crypto, and what does it do? XLM is that Illumina? Is that a uh, Stellar Illumina? Yes. I don't know, man. I uh, I have some. If I was gonna be like, who? What are you gonna buy? That's not probably gonna be the one. The first I push forward. Uh hold on one second. Let me see. Yeah, XLM. I have. I have a nice chunk of uh, basically uh, powers the Stellar payment network aimed to connect banks payment system and individual quickly and reliably uh, you know what man I, I like it it's like obviously anything that's trying to help crypto connect with banks is against what crypto is about but i think it's going to be something that the banks will try to work and get going so there's always opportunity for that to explode but like i said i own a lot of xlm because you know my crypto pirate friends but you know, it's, it's uh, had an interesting run. It's gone. It's, you know. Can I ask you guys something? Because uh, uh, Deward uh, sent out the text to us this morning, and then I noticed it was blowing up, and I resent it to you guys. Um, Ray Dalio, um, who owns one of the largest hedge funds of all time, uh, largest meaning most money, he came out today, and he thinks that the government is um, going to try and ban Bitcoin. Is there any chance this could happen? Because a lot of people are already asking. Us he wasn't about. talking about our government. He felt go he said governments, and he started with India. Right. India. I think they will. I think those places like that have a possibility. I do not see it happening right now, especially with so many multi-billion-dollar industries already investing heavily into Bitcoin. I don't see how it's going to happen. Yeah, I really don't. He mentioned India, but he was alluding to the fact that our government will because their biggest asset is their, their currency and they need to protect right. it. You're I don't right. see how that's... Listen, dude, they can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. It's not going to change anything. 
And uh, well, I'm going to be honest with you guys. A lot of this rhetoric you're seeing right now is more about fear to keep you out of the market because they want to control the market with all their money. It's, it's, it's happening over and over and over again. Anytime Bill Gates tells you, oh, crypto's a bad idea, we should get rid just know it's a good idea. So you're hearing the same old windbags talking about it. I don't see how crypto goes away at this point. It's just too big and, it, and they have to deal with it. And how they're going to deal with it is one, pushing their own digital currency, in which could be XRP and the fees. That's just how it's going to be. But, you know, even when people lose their lose their mind on fees, I go, you're going to make it back, man. You're going to make it back, in my humble opinion, dude. But, Sam, you, here's the point, and Chris and I talked about it. The guy that, that came out and said this, he owns the biggest hedge fund in the world. He's been around for decades. He may be wrong on this, but... He's got a, his main opinion on this. He, he made a good point. He said, if some of these governors, all it takes is one government like India to drop the ball, ban it. And the one thing that it will cause, no matter what, it's going to cause a decrease in demand. Good. Maybe, maybe I short, hope they shoot it down and I'll buy more. Right. Make short, term, more, short term, short term, it, it could. So I don't know. It was, it was an interesting article. And then I read another article I was telling Chris, uh, and these are crypto analysts. What these was are it? House forums? Just do Bitcoin. Uh, and what they said was they feel that this could be, we could be 75 to 90% of the bull market right now in Bitcoin, and then it could retrace. It could I've retrace this, yes. up to 90%, which is interesting. I mean, I would Which buy goes to Hotep's theory that it, it's very possible it could it go, go down to 10K. I 100% yeah. I, I believe that is a uh, possibility for sure. Again, the, you know, you're speculating here. So, I mean, there's always that possibility. I, I can't tell you there's people that I trust very much that have told me this is there's guys predicting this is going to happen. Uh, I hope it does. And now buy more Bitcoin. That's, Here's that's, what I could see happening. I could see, uh, and this isn't my original thought, the Grinch and I were on the phone today when I said, what am I supposed to do with BCRX? The Discord's panicking. What am I supposed to tell them? He, he said, this is impo an impossibility. He said, it's impossible for this to ever be outlawed or banned. What he sees possible is that uh, restricting it, saying, let's say you go to Target, you're not allowed to pay with Bitcoin anymore. So what that would effectively do is uh, make sure the government knows when and where you spend it so they could effectively tax you on it. Um, and I think the more, may, I, I think that, that also could lead to it being worth more and more and more if you make it harder and harder to get it. That's just my opinion. And I think a lot of this is about keeping new money out of the market so old money can buy up as much as it can that's just my opinion and i mean i do hear people dropping now here's why i've been told it's impossible for bitcoin to go to zero it's impossible because 22 percent of bitcoin is just gone it's gone on computers thrown away all this stuff so you'll never get it down so everybody would sell all, all their money so uh, sell all the Bitcoin. It's impossible at this point. So guys, here's how it goes, man. It goes up, goes down. It's like investing. 
And I just think as we move more and more to decentralization, less and less relying on the old system, digital currency will, will begin to reign. Now, what I also want to say is, you know, coming from the truther community, we're, you're hearing a lot of new world order money, one currency, one world dollar, and that's possible too. But guess what else is? Stock markets and fiat money, okay? It's the exact same thing. So everything except for property and guns, okay, and uh, greenbacks, okay? Outside of that, did I just show you my address? No. Yeah, I was going to say. I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Outside um, of greenbacks. Hey, don't um, worry. You, you'll be a meme tomorrow, okay? Um, outside of that, I, 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 dude, it's like anything, dude. You can you could live in fear. Fear, when you live in fear, you stay where you are, okay? You got to take chances in life. And okay. Can I bring up a couple crypto things? Because I know you got a jam and you kind of need to answer these things. Yes. Um, a lot of people, there was a nice counterpoint argument on the Discord when you were talking about, I don't want to buy it if I can't get it on Coinbase or whatever. Yes. And a lot of these these. The, the Bitcoin booster guys um, and a couple of names I'm forgetting, some of our really hardcore crypto guys are like, hey, listen, man, the harder you, you have to work, the harder you have to work to find it means you're getting in early. So if you look at like um, SafeMoon, which was really hard to get, you had to go to PancakeSwap and all that shit. It's like 7X or 5X in a week. And their whole counterpoint to your, your point was you should work harder to go get it because that means you're going to be at the ground floor of it. I completely understand what he's saying, and I have I have no argument with that. I understand because you want to get in when it's a penny, when it's a two penny. I'm perfectly fine with that argument, and there's definitely validity to that. My whole point is is for that thing. If you want to get it at a penny, and you want to be Frodo and Bilbo Baggins and get fucking try to get the Mordor to get a coin, I totally respect that. I'm just saying for the average person looking to get in to crypto, if you're going super deep into these things, it's a lot of work. And I don't want you to get discouraged. Get some basic coins. And then when you're feeling frisky, go go hunting for that very obscure coin that you can get for a penny. Like I said, I got Harmony of Four Cents on crypto.com. I, you know, eventually, I, I mean, my personal opinion is for it to explode, it's going to have to get on one of the major wallets. If it explodes on Wacky Monkey Wallet and it moves over for a dollar, then I guess you missed out on that. But I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I have zero arguments with them. Say, I'm just saying for the newer people, yeah. that's kind of my opinion. Can you, can and for it to really blow up. It's going to have to get on one of the major wallets where all the action is, right? Can you also tell the readers what altcoin season means? I do not know what altcoin season okay. means. Okay, because somebody brought it up to me the other day and they said, you know, it's altcoin season. And I was like, what the hell is altcoin season? And it's a new term to me. Howard, have you ever heard of it? Never. I, I don't know. Yeah. And I, and again, I, I just, the reason I wanted to bring this up with you is because, we, you know, Howard and I are primarily stock, stock guys and we're slowly learning crypto, 
but uh, apparently there's this time of the year when Bitcoin moves in a certain direction where it's expected for altcoins to move. So maybe we'll do a little hey, bit more. Hey, dude, I- I'm telling you, you're going to make your money in altcoins. Altcoins are where the real action is right now. Bitcoin is, again, it's like Howie when he's saying invest in these things because they're, they're always going to give you a little cash. They may not be as sexy, right? Like Bitcoin may not be as, as sexy as Monero to, to the, the crypto pirates and cowboys, right? But the truth of the matter is, it's just the altcoin is where you're going to find the explosion happen and your money explode. I, it's just the way it is. Unless you got in Bitcoin real early. Now that does not mean don't get into Bitcoin. Any Bitcoin's better than no Bitcoin, and just keep buying some Bitcoin because it's just going boom, 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 boom. That's my humble opinion. There could be another, you know, regression on it, but it still will shoot up. Just buy and hold it. But your coins, uh, in my opinion, is where you where you're gonna make your money. Okay, one other question for you and Howard, if you don't mind. What are your thoughts on Fidelity just putting in for a Bitcoin ETF? And what exactly does that mean? I, I, I saw that today. And I mean, that's like everything else. Like UBS, Morgan Stanley, Bank of all these companies. That just, What's ETF what, stand for? Initial trade? Exchange traded fund. <laughs> Initial is... Yeah, that's what it means. Hey, dude, <laughs> I'm running a gun right now, okay? I know you are. You're crushing it. Sam, Sam, Sam said illiterate. initial, initial, like initial starts with a knee. Yeah. Okay. Man, you're like the slowest printer in the office. You are. Like, no, but to get back to it, Fidelity coming out and getting an ETF on this stuff, that all that does is just gives the Bitcoin more validity. I mean, that's what it does. That's what I'm saying, dude. Now, don't get me wrong, man. You know, the the there are la- there are layers to this thing. There's levels to this game. And giant banks have no problem fucking over big banks, okay? So, but I, I think it's going to be real hard for a lot of these guys to get in this game and then just let this coin just disappear or go down to zero. That's my humble opinion. And I think, I just think we're, dude, I think in five years, we're going to look back going, why didn't I buy more of this? Why didn't I buy more of that? Why didn't I buy more of this? Um, I have a quick shout out. Um, one of the uh, this there's, has to dude, be that's that's an oxymoron right there well you know what uh, here's uh, the thing a quick shout out here's the thing if i'm not going to get my balls work i don't get deserve to get my balls work how he doesn't get it deserve to get his balls work little east certainly doesn't get his uh, balls work we worked your balls i think this is the appropriate time to give out a special ball working to one of our readers who this is ball working goes boring. out to that special reader out there <laughs> Um, Jonathan G. Rodriguez, if you've seen his options posts, um, he goes by Jadakit on the Discord. He is destroying it right now. So I love to see this. He's already asked us to come out to Miami, do a show with him. If we were making the bank like this guy is, we'd already be in Miami. So uh, Jadakit, huge shout out. You are crushing it. And a lot of people. Can you look him up real quick? Can we see what he looks like? Yeah, he's on the Discord because you know, uh, I think, I think, yeah, shout out to our black readers out there. We need more black (laughs) readers, dude. Urban readers, bro. That's our market. 
Urban readers, we love you, bro. We love you. We love um, you. Howie, you're out. Urban reader in. Enjoy it. And I love Miami. Miami is my, I love Miami. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love that there's, you know, like I, I have my tinfoil hat and I have a lot of the listeners on there. We call them the swarm. They're talking about the, all they're saying is how much they love cash daddies and how it has some real legs. And that means a lot to me. And I'm super excited. And you know, it's Chris Knapp called this shit. He goes, enjoy the, what was it? Enjoy the run. Cause it's not going to last forever. <laughs> it's Lou Mannheim right here, buddy. Kid, you're on a roll. Enjoy it while it lasts, because it never does. So that's our whole thing, dude. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Just know this too shall change, uh, in my humble opinion. And I mean, should be we should uh, should the readers guys be worried about April? Nah, April's gonna be a good month. Um, I I honestly don't know what's going to happen and I'm not going to pretend to, to know. The only thing that I feel confident in is that GameStop is going to keep moving up and keep moving down. Um, so I think it's a great stock to swing trade. Um, I agree. But, but I also feel like I'm overwhelmed right now with information, especially with NFTs. Some of the guys have jumped into some of these newer EFTs and they've had massive moves like hundred percent, 200%. And I am freaked the fuck out and I don't want to touch him right now. I, I ran it by the Grinch the other day. I ran it by my financial advisor. And he said, you are literally playing with a penny stock if you're jumping into that stuff right of course. now. So you need to be aware. And it's, not, it, it's not that you don't like them. It's just like, okay, what if the thing does go up 300% and you can't get out of it because there's no volume on it. That's yep. a huge problem. Yeah. And speaking of that, somebody asked me, they were like, you know, why did your financial advisor sell you out of Zeke and um, you missed the high? And they said 16, and I actually checked the inter, uh, the interday high was 16. I'm never going to expect anybody to sell at the top. So when I when my my financial advisor hits a three bagger on a stock that moved up 50% one day, he's going to pull me out. And trust me, I love zinking, and I want to get back in. And people have asked me what my price target is. I have a an, an order in right now for $10.50. I think it's going to retrace, and if it does, I'll be back in. And if not, I missed the boat but you're never going to get everything. And that's the thing I am always preaching. You're not going to get everyone. You're not going to get every fucking stock, every crypto. So don't try because you're only going to get frustrated and it's going to drive you insane. And you're going to feel like you FOMO'd. And that's, there's how many stocks are out there, Howie? Dude, FOMO will get you in trouble, bro. FOMO and blue balls, bro. Blue balls will make you make some bad decisions get rid of whom you know maybe you need to maybe you need to twist one off before you start buying stocks right on that note one of the smartest comedians i ever worked with uh i'm not going to name thank you dude i appreciate the kind words he was because he was an idiot in real life but one of the smartest things he ever told me is he had a gambling problem and uh whenever he would get into town what he would do in a city where he could gamble in is he had a withdrawal limit on his uh atm and he would take that money out, $1,000, and immediately deposit it back in so he couldn't touch the money for the weekend. So I always like to think about things like that when I'm like, oh, I got to get back in. Oh, I missed it. Oh, oh, oh. You know? Oh, my God. Is that the face ladies see when the magic oh. happens? There goes oh the patch. God. There goes the patch. And there goes all the ladies out of the Discord. Somebody okay. cut that. So- yeah. Sausage fest. But if you feel that you're, you're, you're veering into gambling, 
then then set some limits. It's like that old weirdo on the Harris commercials that's like, hi, everybody, we want you to have a good time here at Harris. But if you have a problem, don't forget 1-800-GAMBLERS uh, ANONYMOUS is always there to help you. And I always find that kind of Pull the trigger. Right. So um, um, before we wrap up, because I know you got a jam. Uh, hold on. I would like to hear anything Lil E wants to add. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Hey, Lily, you've been you've been listening to your elders very kindly. What what do you what do you think? I have to address the elephant in the room about OCGN. I'm getting <laughs> I'm I'm getting a lot of shit. I'm getting a lot of shit from it. I pulled out today at 77.75 because that was my average, and I just know for a fact it's gonna keep going down. So why not? I'm I plan on getting back in wholeheartedly. I love the stock, I still think it has a major upside. But I don't think there's any reason for me to be in it while it's still going to lose value, and I'm just ba I'm basically donating money to them. You know what's going to happen tomorrow morning, right? It's going to no, but like pre market, it's just going to go up like 400 percent probably. Can you sell your KLR so mine can go up, please? Jesus, hey, little E, man, this is a game we play. It's okay, man. It's a man's it game. It's it a man's game. It doesn't There's make no sense. Boy, ass being sold here, baby. None of it makes sense. That's why it's fun. It's an it's enigma like... wrapped inside of enigma. Nobody news. even knows who the shooter was. Someday you're gonna get stuff. married. You're gonna have kids. Your wife's just gonna get oh. up at three in the morning and leave you. You won't see her for a year. It doesn't Jesus, make sense, man. <laughs> you just that's gotta tough, go through bro. it. You gotta baby get through Stipe it. Baby is not gonna. <laughs> that's not gonna have the baby Stipe. Oh come on. Not if my dad wins this fight. Yeah. <laughs> we were a little bit wrong on uh, the reader picks. I know you guys were like, we do picks on Wednesdays? We had been doing picks on Wednesdays forever, and we got called out on it. So the point is, if you have anything midweek, feel free to share it. But if you don't, I will. Okay. Uh, I just sing Harmony. Well, you do? You got yeah. one? Yep. Cash. Just what? cash. No, that's not a ticker. Like, literally cash. What well, about it? Move to cash? Yeah. Because okay. smart move. I think everything's just going to keep going down. Smart move. Very smart. So I'm just going to sell everything. That's it. I'm selling KLR. I'm selling it. I I, not, I just please. double donged a fucking thing on it. I'm selling it. Don't sell KLR. Trust me on this. What are you down? 15%? I think I'm stuck. Dude, I'm down like a G. Okay. You, here's the thing that you don't understand. This is when you, you go, don't understand. Here's when you go to your hamburger thing and say, yeah. Howie, it's a dollar. It's only a dollar. And Howie decides to buy that hamburger at 80 cents and saves 20%. We deal with percentages, not numbers. Okay. What percentage are you down on KLR? Oh, That's God, okay. I'll look, dude. I'll look and just, you know, that, you know, dude. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. A couple of silver spoons. First, you got to know how to figure out percentages. You want to take the smaller number, divide it by the bigger. There you go. Um, oh, Howie. Here we go, guys. Here yeah. we go. Okay. KLR, I'm down 24% overall. Um, and how many times have you bought? Uh, I, I bought one time. You bought one time. So you basically bought at the peak because I told you to buy and you didn't buy it. And then you oh, look who's backpedaling right now. <laughs> backpedal. Well, backpedal. Wham, bam, bam. She's bam, 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 bam. She's backpedal. Pam, bam, bam, bam. Oh, who who, who did that song, by the way? Oh, dude, it's um, Lizzie. Is that the Black Lizzie? Betty. Black Betty. Black Betty by, um, 
I forgot. Hold on. It doesn't matter. It's your version forever now. Yeah. Ram Jam. Yeah. Ram Jam. Yeah, very, Ram Jam. Very nice work. Here's what I would say. Uh, personally, I wouldn't pull the plug on it. I don't think um, losing 25% of anything you've owned in the last month is worth pulling the plug. Um, I would give it a little bit more time or I would uh, dollar cost down a bit. But what does again, that mean, dollar cost down? Dollar cost means you're going to buy at the lower price, which is going to bring your average down. So if you buy more, you're dig let's say you're down 25%, relative to whatever you bought, you might be down 18% if you buy a little bit more at this lower price. So it depends. Um, it's it your money. It really does. I mean, depends. I'm taking a shift for sure. So it does depend. Well, but let's look at the big picture. Are you still just crushing it on gamble? Uh, dude, I don't know why you guys are saying, let's see what I'm up. I am on gamble. I'm down 0.1.3, but it's not bad. It's I don't fine. know how that's possible that you're down. I don't either, dude. If you buy Verizon, you're up. I'll tell you that much. Did you buy Verizon? I am up Verizon. Thank you, okay. Howie. Plus okay. a four and a half percent dividend, which is beautiful. Yeah, don't yeah, forget. I mean, like, I'm not like the here's the ones that are decent for me. Four GE, you know, even your, your gambling, the GMBLW is good. The literally the only one, and I, and, it, and Chris, I'm not giving you shit because I, I, but KLR is the only one that's not doing well right now, but that's fine. I say give it a little time, personally. Um, I, that's not to say I don't agree with uh, Lil E. Cash is always your friend. Cash allows you to dollar cost. Uh, allows you to buy the dips. So I don't know how flush you are. Um, so I can't really comment. All right, man, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, I, and I don't have any picks this week. The only thing is uh, I'm, I really want to keep my eyes on these NFTs. Um, the, the Grinch did tell me today he said if you're nft shopping you should look at gigm and of course i looked up after hours and it was already going through the roof and i'm like no i'm not i'm not getting into something that's already gone parabolic so that's my take i like that about you dude yeah um yeah. howard dude man everybody just strap in we're going on a roller coaster ride baby but it's gonna be fun don't get too nervous uh, there'll be some buys this week. I think we take another, uh, we might even take another little tank tomorrow, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, can I give a shout out, Sam? Dude, would love another shout out. It doesn't go unnoticed the amount of work that people like um, Soundwave Productions, uh, Randy, and of course Zoltan, The Art of Getting Up, contribute to um, the Discord. Zoltan spent the better part of his weekend revamping the Discord, um, making it a lot easier for people to use, adding subsections. And I'm very grateful that he takes the time to do that, as well as Randy for cutting what he does. Um, and I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody else, but there's, there's a lot of people behind this show that are making it is what it is. And the other thing is I kind of spaced out on the Reddit because I was so involved in the Discord. Zoltan's done some work streamlining the picks from discord to the reddit so don't forget um you know we have that community as you find there. zoltan's uh instagram because he wanted to get over a thousand i think we got him there but yeah, yeah. i know he's that's great. a big he's thing great. for him yeah so if you guys uh, could add him that would be amazing because the art of getting up yeah he crushed it thanks to uh, all you guys he got a nice new computer and he's working more and it's like he's he's living that dream homeboy 
peer to peer. That's what we're talking about. I will say, keep your eye on CBS Viacom as well. Um, they did a big share offering and the stock just tanked. Oh, it took a beating. It's of course a, it is, dude. Because Verizon, okay, I, I gotta go. But dude, I don't Viacom. get into any of that shit. Dude, don't get into any of that, dude. Dude, in, Into CBS? No, Yeah, man. It's, it's, dude. The stock's the, gone up 40% in the past two months. I wish I had bought it at 68. Yeah, um, I, dude, I almost dude. bought it about a month ago. So. Yeah, okay, buy it, but just know it's 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 a garbage stock, and it's only going to keep going down because they're too political. And what's going to happen is big money's going to come in and keep it up, act like people give a shit, and they don't. And then at some point, it's just going to literally crash and burn. There, there's, I, I, you know, it's like I'll have on the TV, man, and they'll be like, "Whoa, this new CBS sitcom! It's like an Indian, a lesbian, and a light-skinned black guy are taking over New York City." Next up on Sidewalk, you know, and you're like, "Who is watching this?" By the Nobody's way, the promos, watching it. the promos from that show are garbage and scream, "Hey, guess who just got back from the CBS Diversity Talent Show, everybody?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You yeah. got your new yeah. star so, for you. I mean, like, dude, all the rats from Viacom went to Netflix. They're driving that into the ground. Stay out of all of that, dude. In my humble opinion, you guys want to jump in, take a look at it. But I, I think those brands' futures are really bad. CBS specifically? What about Netflix? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. It's like that what it's just like it's listen they were killing it when they were just playing to moms and dads and all that stuff that's me but, i love 48 hours that's like my favorite show but now it's gotten so political dude it's gotten so political and they're shitting on their base that people are going to turn it off and it's not going to go where and they'll only be able to pump it up for so long before it crashes so if you want to get in while it's Someone go, I mean, like, is CBS going to be a, a, a fucking GameStop stock? No. I'm just telling you, man. I just, all that shit. And I know Netflix won't go, won't we go, Netflix started diving. Everybody came in through money to get it back up because they didn't want the political message of, fuck all the shit you're putting out. But eventually, they're going to get tired of doing this. They're, they're going to get tired of companies. throwing... What's they're that? Two, they're two different companies. You can't even compare them because Netflix doesn't make money like CBS does, or Vibe, sorry, Viacom does off of ad revenue. Yeah, but, but dude, listen to me, man. I'm they're two different you. things. Fine. I, I, I'm, okay, so Sam's opinion is all these, these, these uh, mediums in which this entertainment is being delivered. What about it, Disney. Disney's gonna take some hits too, man. I'm telling you, it's they a have a hundred million subscribers right now. Yeah, Disney. I'm telling you, bro, stocks almost doubled in a year. Okay, well, I'm just telling you, man. Jump in right now, but I think they're in deep trouble, man. I think they're getting too political, and it's and gonna hurt have their stock. To do with that chick from The Mandalorian that you had a crush on that they kicked off the show for saying shit. I mean, well, that's a, there's a whole. I mean, like the Super Bowl was unwatchable this year, not because of the game, just because the pounding of pl- people are gonna pull out, man, and they're gonna start finding alternative venues to get their entertainment. And these old, old 
brands, and I'm going to throw Netflix in there because everybody from Viacom went there are going to hurt. Now, Netflix will always have Latin America and Europe and all those other places, but people in the States are going to pull out, and now Amazon is making a run for it. I mean, and Apple's making a run for it. I'm just telling you, man, these companies that get too political with their entertainment are going to take giant beating. At some point, the money's going to pull out because the views aren't there. Good, and yeah. let me tell you something about Netflix. You you can think they're killing it, dude. They're using the Viacom way of paying people, which is not paying people. These people got roles on these shows, aren't making any money. And oh, eventually, people are going to pull out. Yeah, you got guys on Netflix shows making, uh, you know, 400 bucks a day. Yeah, it's, dude, I'm telling you, I, like, I, dude, I'm just telling you, it's a, it's going to be peer to peer very soon. And not only that, Netflix is cracking down on their password sharing. That that was news about a week ago. So that tells me they need every dollar they can get. Look at look look at what's going on with YouTube, man. They're running gazillions ads because their rev their views are down because they kicked out everybody that everybody liked to watch. So now they're running 40 ads on a video to make up for all the fucking revenue they lost. They're trying to create TikTok stuff. It's not going to happen, man. It's just not going to happen. So I know I like, do I think like Viacom is going to totally go away? No, they're going to have to come to grips with like, we got to either change, we got to adapt or die. That's my humble opinion. And We'll see if they can do it because it's re- when you live in the echo chamber, it's really hard to realize it's not going well. I mean, look at all these award shows. They're going nowhere. They relate to nobody anymore. That's my opinion. I know you guys think we, I'm a boomer. but No, 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 no. No, I just realized there's one thing we forgot. There was a piece that we were going to discuss today, and I emailed it to Little E. It's that Market Watch piece. Uh, we should show our readers that because this is a really interesting article that came out. Somebody from a couple of um, universities created some sort of, uh, uh, some sort of code and they're, what they're now doing is they're predicting what the next meme stocks are going to be or what they're calling lotto stocks. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, and um, Caster Maritime was number one, Sundial two, you've got AMC at six, but Occugen, for our readers, which are still holding it as their eBang, which I hold is there. Um, so this is what we'll do is we'll post a link to this article under the reader DD. Now, um, is there a place where you can go see like future speculation from them? What do you mean? Like, okay, so right oh, now- Oh, their website that. that they created? I don't know. We and There might be a link in the article, but just the concept that people are creating algos to define what the next meme stock is, is important information. Because it says to me, the retail investors, they're going to read this and they're going to pile onto this shit. So, interesting. All right, man. Well, this has been a great episode. Please, again, uh, rate and review. And great show. Any final thoughts, Howie? No, man. It's going to be a while. we got a couple days left. Trading. Lock in, baby. Um, I want to, yeah. Go ahead. I want to apologize for doing an act out, to be honest. I've never done an act out in my life. And it sucks that I had to do it on this show and literally put my ass in the air. So yeah. tune in next week when he's using props. 
<laughs> so to the readers Watch and more importantly disappear. To, to you all my friends i apologize for doing an act out that is not my style. your cat can't even look you in the eyes right now it's so disgusted we might put okay. that at the beginning of the show yeah oh, the act out <laughs> uh lily final thoughts no final thoughts love that lily a man a few words Guys, uh, I appreciate you. Love you very much. Thank you so much for all the support. Again, I hope you guys are banking fatties. Nothing up, it's down, it's all around. You gotta just pay attention to the market. You're in a, this is the big boys leagues, okay? No participation trophies. This is how it goes. Love you guys. Hope you guys bank some fatties. This Good luck, guys. Daddy. We'll see you Sunday. Hey, we have Dave Martell coming on next week. Uh, this Sunday show, or yeah, this uh, will be out on Monday talking precious metals. So uh, we're going to get into Ooh, that's this Sunday, precious metals? Yes. Oh, sweet. All right, guys. Love you guys very much. Cash Daddy.